Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we are going to return to what we've been playing, the news, and a special feature. Since it's New Year's Eve, we are going to talk about our year-in-review. Well, yeah. How many games we played, how many times we played them, how many plays in general, uh, who we played them with, where we played them. Yep. I have broken this down into about 75 different categories. Yeah. And we will get to about three of them. And you say you broke them down. Really, BGG broke them down for you. No, BGG stats broke them down. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, but, you know, I had to put it in. Of course. Okay. Shay? Yeah. We, it's been a couple weeks since we did this. Yep. Uh, it was Christmas, so we had some time off, so we got to play some games. Yeah, we did. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, so the first one that I can think of immediately would be the Everdell Expansions. Everdell. This Everdell. is a, a little game you enjoy. I love this game. Ah. And I mentioned it when I bought the expansion, so I think it was back on Black Friday. Uh, I mentioned that I bought them and that I was looking forward to playing them. And finally broke them out on the table, some of them. Uh, I got all three expansions, Pearlbrook, Belfair, and Spirecrest. I only brought out Pearlbrook and parts of Belfair. So it, if you're unfamiliar with the expansions, Belfair is actually a bunch of modules that you can add or take out as you want in Everdell. Okay. And then Pearlbrook is actually a full expansion that you're expected to play the whole thing with. Um, so yeah, so we brought out all Pearlbrook, which just added another resource, resource, the pearls, uh, as well as other locations and citizens you can go to, to get pearls, but also usually like cards or resources as well. And those pearls allow you to basically buy new wonders that will give you victory points or to use these, uh, what are they called? Uh, acolyte? Acolytes? Acolyte cards? No, that's not it. Something. These little cards okay. uh, that basically give you bonuses. They're, they give you both a one-time bonus and end-game scoring. Okay. Um, so that that's fun with Pearlbrook. It wasn't... Uh, it didn't add more complexity, I'd say. Just more things to do. I There's a layer of complexity yeah. because you're... It's something else to manage in an already tight game. Yeah, there's already a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But I didn't find that it, like, slowed the game down at all or really hampered the playing experience. No, I thought it blended very well. Yeah. Uh, I had heard not great things about that expansion. Yeah. But I thought it blended in well, and I, I personally would play with it every time now. Yeah, why not? It's not hard to add in. It's not hard to set up. Uh, in fact, I love that the extra board they give you just, like, puzzle pieces into the the current player board um of course that does mean it adds to an already huge player board it, this game um, has a bit of a trip it's table giant presence. but it's honest it's awesome it looks great belfair we played with a couple of the uh modules we put it the, put the player boards in which don't add anything to the game except a place to put your resources and stuff i think they look cool that's why i use them okay um we added so you know, we added more of the character cards and stuff that they threw in, as well as the character cards from these promo packs that I bought earlier in the year. And the um, Pearlbrook cards. And, and the Pearlbrook cards. So everything adds, you know, new ci new citizens and constructions, yep. which are easy to merge in. Same with the uh, objectives. Adds more objectives, put some of those in. 
what else did I add from Belfair? Oh, we use the Belfair board, which takes the place, can take the place of the ever tree, the big tree in the yes. middle. Um, makes it a little easier to see on it. And also they have a, uh, they have the flower box, a um, garland award, and a market stall. The market stall is gaining and trading items. So basically you can either go there and gain the items on the little boxes and then move it down to the trade. And then if you go there, back there, you trade for like resources and cards and it just goes back and forth. Just another way to gain things. Yep. The garland awards are end game scoring. Uh, and then and there's a, a variety of those. And then the flower box or the flower stall, I can't remember what it's called, is just uh, another objective that you can get if you get one of each color of card in your uh, tableau in front of you. Yeah, that's a bit of a little bit of a race feature to it. Yeah, and it's just another way to gain points, right? Yep. Um, I think those were the only things we added in. There are things like the uh, player powers that I didn't add in. And yeah, I think the player powers were the big one that didn't get added because they were talking about things that you need to take out if you played with them. Yeah. And I didn't feel like doing that because I had decided to play this game five minutes before we were setting it up and I didn't learn any of those rules. So I left them. And I think there's a couple other things I didn't put in yet, but eventually we will get there. Spirecrest we didn't add because they actually recommend playing Spirecrest by itself without the other expansions because it's supposed to be a lot more complex. Okay. So that's one I need to learn before we add it in because I, I mean, I've already mixed all the cards together for the citizens, but, you know, I want to see exactly why they say not to play it with the other expansions. Yes. But it comes with really cool animals, so I'm excited for that one. And I got my folded space insert, so everything's now organized, which, thank goodness, because trying to get everything all together and figure out where it all goes and what everything is is really difficult. If you get the expansions, buy the insert. <laughs> yes. Uh so I enjoyed playing with what you added. Yep. Uh, I didn't think it added any complexity or, well, another layer of complexity of just more stuff to manage and more stuff to go after. Uh, but the game in general stayed true to itself. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I always enjoy Everdell, though. We, oh, it's yeah. not one we don't play a lot, but I like when we do play. Yeah, it. and I won it, which was great. Uh, and I actually, the thing I enjoyed about adding the items is because there was more stuff to do, I found it was almost easier to get the resources I wanted because it didn't fill up the board as much. Okay. I don't know if you felt that. I felt that a little bit. Yeah, I didn't have the, uh, the, com or the, uh, competition, competition yeah. for spaces as much, yeah. uh, with a lot more out there people didn't just go to the four resource spaces Yeah, you didn't every just time. go to the rock space, which usually is impossible to get on. Yeah. Um, we also did only play it three-player, so that could make the difference. But either way, I think the expansions were great. Um, they are overpriced, absolutely. We've talked about this before. They, they cost too much. Uh, but they are really fun. Yep. So, you know, you decide. Yeah, I... I... The cost on them is a deterrent for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I, I don't think it's justified. Yeah. Like the production value is nice. Yeah. But what you get in each production va value for the cost is not solid. Yeah. Pearl Book's fantastic. It comes in a box that's two times too big for it and costs way too much for what you get. Yeah. Like at least Belfair and Spirecrest have a lot in them work really doesn't it was too much money but i got them on sale so that's why i got them and they are very fun yep no i'd agree 
Okay, uh, I played a few new games, uh, stuff that I got for Christmas, stuff that I got on Boxing Day, stuff that I got on uh, just before Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one I'm going to talk about is Megaland. Megaland. This, this is a Ryan Lockett game from Red Ribbon Games. Okay. Uh, so he's designed the art, the pictures, and it's got a very similar feel or similar look to... Above and Below, Near and Far, all of his stuff. Uh, this one is a push your luck. Uh, you're going into a dungeon and you're flipping over cards. And those cards are going to give you either an ad additional treasure or points of damage. And then once you finish there, if you're still alive, you can buy more cards or more buildings. Mm -hmm. And you can trade your treasure in for more hearts and more of these buildings. And you play over until somebody gets to 20 points, and then the game's over. And I really like the Push Your Luck. It had a little bit of a feel of uh, Quacks of Quedlingburg, another one of our favorites. And it looks super pretty. Nothing complex about this game. It was a quick teach. Yep. And we had a really good time playing it. We played it, uh, I believe we played three or four times over the holidays. Yeah, I don't think I played that game. No, um, you uh, missed it every time. Yeah, where was I? Work? I was probably at work. I think you were in your room or no. Playing you on guys your always Switch. ask me. You guys always ask me to come play games. Yeah, hard hard to say. Me, I'm, I was probably at work. Me, Jordan, and Mum played it, and me, Sherry, and Mum played it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one I'm going to talk about is Metro X. Okay. This is a new roll and write. Uh, nice production value. You get uh, wet or dry erase boards, mm -hmm. and you're trying to do subways or train routes or bus routes. Uh, it doesn't really say exactly what they are. And you're flipping over cards and they're going to have either a number on them or a skip or a free or a reshuffle. Okay. So you're not going to see all the cards every time, sort of cartographers-ish. And you're just trying to complete as many of these routes and they're all different colors and they all intertwine with each other. And the, the catch in this is, say you get a four... You can do four squares until, or four until you hit another X. Okay. So if you say there's a red, a blue, and a yellow route, and the blue goes through the red route and the third one, and you get a four, it doesn't really help you to do that first one because you're wasting Xs. Yeah. And each route only has so many cards you can use on it because you're going to either put a number in those things or an X for a transfer. And a transfer is basically... You go till the, an open square and the amount of colors that go through that or routes that go through it, you times it by two and you get bonus points for them. Uh, so setting it up to get big bonus points is, is neat, but it can also hamper you later in the game. Right. Uh, it's a very thinky roll and write with a very simple premise, okay. right? You flip a card, you do some X's. Flip another card, you do some more X's. Yep. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We played uh, four t four times right in a row and enjoyed it a lot. There's a map on the front, map on the back, and both of them have their own intricacies and, and difficulties. Uh, Metro X, uh, it had been rated really high as a rolling rate, but I hadn't seen it anywhere till Amazing had brought it in, and they, they have a good selection of this one. Highly recommend it. Uh, if you like rolling rates, Metro X. 
Cool. Shay, did you want to talk about another one? or? Um, I think because I chatted so long about Everdell, I'll just briefly mention we did get Pandemic Legacy back on the table. Yes, we did. Um, That's one that we've been putting off for a little bit, and we finally got it back, and we actually flew through two of the games, mildly by cheating in one because it's been months since we played it, so we forgot one of the rules, but... We had no funding, so exactly. it was fine. We, we uh, beat two months with no with funding. With no funding, which if you guys don't know, that means that uh, we have no extra cards to help us win. Yes. So, <laughs> but Fantastic Game still really enjoying it. I am really looking forward to getting farther through the story because that's the best part. Exactly. Okay, you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. It is New Year's Eve, so happy New Year's Eve-ish. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Happy New Year's Eve-ish. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it may or not be New Year's Eve when we're recording this, it's but true. it is while you're listening to it. Uh, big shout out to Margo, who we usually play games with on New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's not going to happen this year. Hi- good, good, good news to Hypothetical Ryan. Doesn't have yeah. to play board games on New Year's Eve. Exactly. But we will get back to board games as soon as we can with uh, Margo and Hypothetical Ryan. Okay. The news. Yes. It is... All about expansions this week. Really? And then one interesting little tidbit, but I'll get to that one at the end. Fun. Uh, Concordia Solitaria is coming out. Single player? Single player. Oh, mom. Yes. Three levels of, of bot, basically, and it takes about 30 minutes to play. Nice. Aquatica Cold Waters. This is a neat game where you're putting cards in slots, and as you move those cards along, they're going to give you different... Different things, because mm-hmm. the cards line up with different slots that uh, increase as you're pushing them through. It, it looks neat. Haven't played it, but it's an interesting premise. Cool. Uh, viral, the Hive, is mm-hmm. coming. Uh, we've played Viral. That was the area control yeah, where you're going through really the like respiratory. It didn't sit well with yeah. us. Uh, we felt there were some issues, but I think we played one rule wrong during it that may have affected it, but hard to say. Uh, Hanamakoji, this is a uh, card-laying game, basically building uh, a city. Yeah. Uh, this is Geisha's Road is the new expansion, which makes it a two-player game. It. This is a game that gets lots of reviews, so I do need to play this one still. Australia, Tasmania. Australia is by Martin Wallace. Uh Jordan played this one, said it was a lot of fun. It's a Cthulhu game. You're trying to defeat Cthulhu and you fail at the end of it. And Tasmania is the second part where you're trying to get to the promised land. Hmm. I had this at home. I had it set up. It was a very neat premise. I just didn't get a chance to play it before I returned it back because I had it for too long. Yep. Uh, Stuffed Fables. This is one of the storybook games. Uh, They have an expansion coming called Oh Brother. So I think the first one was the sister, so I suspect this one yeah. is the brother. I still kind of want to play Stuffed Fables. I've never played one of them, but they sound really fun. Well, we played the Comanauts was a, a storybook game. Oh, is it Stuffed game. Fable? It, okay. It's not Stuffed Fables, but it's by the same guys. Okay, yeah. And, and it was fun. It was fun. But not for us, or not for me at least. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but yeah. it, I could see that, yeah. Uh, Roman Roll is getting an expansion called Gladiators. And then I Roman Roll is by David Terzi and another guy, one of the Italian group. It's supposed to be a very, very heavy roll and write. A roll and write in the form, or a euro in the form of a roll and write is how I'd been, heard it described. Right. <laughs> I, I 
didn't really follow into this one because yeah. it just didn't appeal to me. Yeah, fair enough. And I like Euros and I like rolling rights, but just the whole combination just didn't didn't yeah. didn't grab me. Uh, Res Arcana, one of my favorite little engine builders, is getting another expansion. They haven't named it yet, but they've previewed some of the cards on their website. Cool. And I don't know if I talked about this, but ISS Vanguard, the new uh, Awakened Realms one, is not on Kickstarter, but on a alternative to Kickstarter for people to back. Uh, it's set in space. Looks interesting. All their stuff is pretty, uh, yeah. but it's all expensive and grandiose. Yep. And campaigny and just a little bit too much until <laughs> we can get Gloomhaven played. Yep. Okay, the last one that I thought was interesting is somebody went through the rule books of the top 40 games on BGG and ra- ranked them on gender neutral rule books. Ooh, okay, you got me. I'm interested. Yeah. So 27 of the 40 got a 3 out of 4 or a 4 out of 4. Uh-huh. So they're doing well. Uh, 16 were four out of four, which is impressive. Uh, only one got a zero out of four. Okay. And that was War of the Ring. Ah, really? (laughs) Yeah, apparently it does a very poor job of not being... Not saying he. Not saying he, Let's be honest, the rule books, they definitely go toward he. Yeah, like everything, they skew male. Yeah. When they don't need to. Absolutely not. Uh, so I was impressed that 27 of the 40 were... Were there any 5 out of 5s? No, they're all out of 4s. Oh, okay. So 4 out of 4. Okay. No, 3 out of 4 and 4 out of 4. Okay, so yeah. 4 out of 4s. That's impressive. That I, I was impressed that uh, most of them were. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I'm going to have to go look that up after. You betcha. And that is the quick and dirty news. The news. The New Year's edition. New Year's news. Yes. Okay, Shay. Yeah. So we are going into our year in review. Yep. Uh, This is courtesy of BGG Stats, which I am pretty good at entering everything into. Yeah, I Uh, don't, but because we play our games together, uh, all the stuff on there pretty much matches with me. Yeah, in in, in a, a year like this year... Yeah. It was pretty easy for Shay just to pull her stats I just, from me. I just took snapshots of his stats and looked at them. <laughs> yes. I, I put this app on her phone, but uh, Listen, apparently she doesn't want to use I'm it. I'm really bad. I can't even journal. How do you expect me to mark down every time I play a game? Why would you have to journal? Well, that's a thing. Is it? Yeah. Really? That doesn't make sense. Okay. So, for myself, and, and this is close. Uh-huh. There was one game, the the crew. Yep. Where it's a cooperative game, trick taking, so every hand is a game technically. Right? Yeah. So the first time I played it, I didn't mark it as playing a game. Each time I just played it or marked it as playing the crew. Mhm. And I went back and forth as to if that was right or wrong. Uh so if each hand is a game, then I played probably 450 games. Yeah. Uh, if each time I play it is, you know, no, no matter how long I play for, is once, mm-hmm. then I'm more into that, uh, you know, 350-ish. Yep. Okay? So right now, that's where I'm at. I'm anywhere between 350 and 450, depending on 
how what you, you count. How yep. you count the crew. Yeah. Okay. For you, Shay, how many games did you get in? Well, for me, I don't think you have to worry about the the the, the crew because I didn't play that game. You did not. So These are all ones you played with me. Basically, all going to be ones I played with you, and all of them that I can see look to be pretty single games. Okay. Uh, and so I played 196. Okay. Just short of that 200 in the year. But possibly in January, February. Yep. Uh, you did play some stuff without me. That's so true. Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Uh, there is There were games, some at ToonCon that I played without you. Yep. Um, and j since January, February, we were able to still go to Jeff's and stuff. There are probably games that I missed putting in there. Yeah, so um, you, you're a solid 200. I would say at least, because actually for sure I know Oceans is on here is just one, and I played two of those. Yeah, because there's Amigos you. and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah and, and this is... This is pretty good for you. Actually, it's it's a crazy year for me for board games. I doubt I ever get close to this. Yeah. Um, I definitely have started to find more games that I enjoy. And also, since we had a month where none of us did anything, uh, we certainly played a lot more games. For sure. Like, last year, I played 404 games. Yeah. Or 404 plays. Yeah. Uh, last year, I did 135 different games. Mm -hmm. This year, 128. I only did 82 different games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can see what I did last year, but just on mine that I can see here, it said I did 82 games. I did not log who I played my games with last year. Okay, yeah. So last year is just... Just you. Just me. Yeah. Uh, my biggest games that I played uh, were The Crew, of course, uh, depending on how you rank it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be in 90 to 100 games of that. Yeah. Or hands of it. Uh, but for a... Just a basic board game. My highest is My City. Mine is also My City. Did my you play highest. it 24 times? I did. Wow. Yeah. How many times did you win? What's percentage? Uh, win is the last column? Yeah, uh, first column. First column? Win percent is the first column. Okay, well, I won one out of 24 times. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a good campaign in my oh, city. Oh, that's funny. I, I didn't do great either, but I still won 12% of the time. Okay, see, that doesn't match up. Cause... Well, your screen looks different from mine. Mine's just the main screen of my players. Okay, so let's see. Four players. Okay, wrong. I won six times in that game. Okay. So I, I had to drill into it. So six times out of 24, so 25%. You won three times. Yeah. For 12%. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, one game? That's low. Yeah. No, I, neither for me. Me and you did not do well in this game, but it was No. Great. Jordan won the most of those. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my second most played game was Castles of Burgundy. Oh, really? Yeah. I have played it 21 times. Wow. And I won 57% of the time. Wow. Uh, my, uh, funny, just thinking Castles of Burgundy, right? Mine is way farther down than that. It's like, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. On my list. I apparently played it only six times. Although, I guess only six times with you. But yeah. I think I only played it once without you. So, yeah, yeah I, I would pretty low. Yeah, because you played it. I know you played it once without me. At the lake, yeah. yeah. But uh, my second is actually Rise of Queensdale with 14 plays. Okay, so that's sixth for me. Yeah. I have uh, Nova Loon and Tra Transamerica Trans ahead of yeah. it. Transamerica is... Uh, you have it ahead of you? That doesn't make any sense. I have Transamerica at 13 plays. I have it at 17 because I played with your grandparents. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. 
Uh, of the games I've played more than 10 times, I have eight of them. Okay. Uh, so Rise of Queensdale, Near and Far, and Pandemic mm-hmm. Legacy is on there. Yep. Uh, for games that I've played more than five times, I have 18. Wow, that's impressive. That's not bad. No, most of mine, like, because, again, I took screenshots of your uh, page, so I can't actually see go down all the way. I have, let's see, one, two, I have six, five. Five games above 10. Okay. And above five, I only have uh, eight. Um, but then I have a bunch that looks like at, like, four and three and stuff like that. Uh, so things like I got Near and Far, Pandemic Legacy, of course, Charterstone's on there as well because we scream through that. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, Castles, Orleans, Quacks, you know, all those games on there. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, again, when if I did this, you'd probably see a few more. But, you know, most of the games I played with you, so it is fun to see here. I enjoy seeing the win percent, too, except for things like Pandemic, where that's a cooperative game. It's like we've won 70% of the time because we've definitely lost some uh, yep. Yep. some weeks. But, uh, yeah, it's just fun to see kind of where I'm at. And I know we're talking about the games, but something that's fun is at the top, it shows the win percentage total. Yep. And I'm at 26%, which actually is funny to me because there's four of us, right? So obviously there's probably going to be some difference in you three, but it's funny that four of us and I'm a quarter of the wins. <laughs> well, let's see. So I mean, a quarter of the wins if you don't include the fact that we did play with a couple other people, but it's still very fun. So my win percentage. Uh, let me see. I hit the wrong button. I've won 35% of the times I played. Yeah. Which is high. Mel and Jordan are both at 42%. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, One thing I was looking at was games by month. Uh, January, we played 38 games. Mm -hmm. Or I played 38 games. February, 27. March, we started to ramp up, 43. Yep. April, we got 60 games in. Yep, that was the year. That was the month everything went into lockdown. Yep. Uh, <laughs> May, personal stuff happened, and we got 14 games in. Yep. June, 16. Mm-hmm. Then we went out to the lake in July and got 52 games in. Not including all your crew games. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's, that could yeah. have been 90 plus. August, 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, September, 35. Yeah, notice there's a spike in September. Uh, September long. September long weekend, yeah. Uh, October, two games. Yeah. Uh, we were moving. Yes, we were. And that sucked. November 14, and then December Woo. with Christmas holidays and counting the crew as individual games, got up to 71 games. Yeah, that sounds about right. I definitely played a lot more games. I mean, like it, you go from November and, and early December, that's school and finals for me, so I never get many games done in there. Um, but the, like the last two weeks of December where there's nothing, I can definitely play more. So yeah. we're coming up to the end of the show, end yeah. of the year. End of the year. So uh, what, what are your New Year's resolutions for your game? Give me some quick ones here. So my goal for our games for 2021 is yep. to play every single game in our collection. Okay. Yeah, we did that this year. No. No, we did in April. Remember, we cleared out our game of shame. Nope. Not every Shelf of shame. Not every game that we own. I want to play like I want to play every game we own. Period. Okay. Okay. So not just the ones we haven't played. Yeah. I want to oh, play all of them. Everything. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. 
at current count, I think I'm at about 236 plus expansions. Yeah. Uh, I think we can do it. Yeah. Just need to uh, stay determined and, uh, yep. you know, just stop buying games. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> I My uh, New Year's resolution for board games, I want to get through Gloomhaven or at least Jaws of the Lion. Okay. Like, I really want to get into this game because it looks so fun and we just kind of stopped after that first mission. So I really want to get through some of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th I think those are solid attainable goals that yep. we can do. Yeah. Okay, you're listening to Board on the Air. I'm David. And I'm Shay. And we will talk to you next week. See you next year. Next year.